Welcome to the Infinite Mark Podcast. My name is Daniel. And I'm Pete. And uh, today things look a little bit different. We are underneath a massive mulberry tree. Yep, and we're in person. And I finally, oh. There's no screen, there's oh. no green screen. <laughs> We've interlocked fingers. That would be one heck of CG, a CG. <laughs> no, this is real. Yeah, it feels good to be in California. I'm glad that we're actually getting to like get together and make things in real life instead of just talk on Zoom. Technology is a wonderful thing, but uh, it's it doesn't beat being in person. No, 100%. And also it's a beautiful day outside. We were gonna do it inside of kind of the studio space we've been working on. We will get there. Oh yeah. But it was just too nice of a day to, to not be outside. So we're gonna jump right into it, Peter. What are we talking about? Uh, so today, you know, I've, I've been wanting to get back into some of the other stories that we've been working on. Um, there's Insurgent and then there's Grain of Sand. However, those are like pretty intense. And today I want to feel like a little bit more lighthearted, I guess. Um, maybe not lighthearted, but I want to do something new, you know, okay. like we're in person for the first time. I, 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 my mind is just racing all the time with creative ideas. I've got a couple of ideas, but one thing I want to point out is that when I think of stories as well as you, my mind is, goes into two different spheres. Yep. One sphere is awesome, creative, no limits. Like I'm just writing a story for the potential that maybe somebody might buy it one day uh, or want to make it or want to fund it. And then when I'm thinking of stories for us to film, that's my, that's my first, uh, the first thing I think about is resources. Okay. So um, I think that, you know, Everybody saw 9.35. That was a really fun thing that we just threw together at the last minute based on previous podcast. Uh, we should come up with something else, something that's pretty simple, not super in-depth. Not okay. Even Companion was a little bit too in-depth. I, I want to just start a story and then come to a conclusion so that we can, next time we meet, uh, we, can, we can actually go out and film it potentially. Okay. So like one to two actors, one to two locations, pretty simple. Okay. And which... Sometimes people might say that that limits your creativity, which yeah. it does. You have to think smaller scale, but at the same time, it also helps with creativity because you have to be creative with the tools that you have. Okay, cool. So we're going to simplify it a little bit today and uh, hopefully come out of this ready to get something going. Yeah. And get, uh, you know, start to finish. We have produced things, you know, aside from, but to get some start to finish, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Awesome. I want you to maybe take the lead because I've got a couple of ideas. There, are, most of them are pretty dark. Like my mind goes to dark places. We could we could go with one of those, but <laughs> I I think I want to hear where your mind goes to. Let me just throw out a couple of resources that we have. Okay. So first of all, we live very close to the dunes. Um, like if yep. you go east on the eight from where we are, we're you know, Southern California. Then. Um, then you're gonna to get to some beautiful dunes. Uh, I know you've shot out there before. Yes. So we could have something centered around a desert or a desert planet or somebody being lost. We also have the ocean. If you go west, we could maybe make something that has to do like from, from that location. Um, and then, so those are two locations. I mean, obviously we have the property that you're on as well as a nice property with, a, with a big, the big mm. studio space. We have like my house as well. Um, I'd rather do something a little bit foreign, like so, so that it doesn't. It's not just us in a house doing something. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And yep. then when it comes to like actors and resources, I know that you have a lot of connections with the tactical worlds and like people who who uh, are, like shoot um, 
Guns. Guns. <laughs> and so like we could do something uh, that revolves around that. We could even do some type of a kit bash to make like a sci-fi gun and then, but they know how to like use it properly. So it could be convincing as like a space marine type of yeah, deal. Yeah, I but... like the idea of, I like the idea of the beach. Beach, all right. Um, beach. It's tough to film on the beach just for like sound reasons. You know, well, it's always tricky. Yeah. We can we can work around that, but that's always been a tricky thing, you know, filming at the beach is what kind of audio. Thankfully, it's pretty constant, um, like the wave crashing sound. That's I usually just think of like audio first, like how, how easy is it going to be to capture, you know, decent sound in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. um, I do like the beach idea. I like couples. It might be nice to do something with a couple. Okay. Um, on the beach. Um, so do for you... those of you who are watching the Infinite Mark podcast for the first time, welcome. This isn't, our, our past settings have been on the Zoom, as Peter had said, but uh, welcome again to the Infinite Mark podcast. And this is what we do. We make stories in the moment and we've, it's like improv, but that's a very enjoyable process to watch and to take part in. So yeah, um, it's fun. If we, if there's awkward pauses, cause we're thinking it's cause this is, this is difficult and hard, but it's, uh, it's ultimately rewarding so um 12 hours later 12 hours later it's all dark <laughs> peter i'm getting cold um okay so i like couples i like the beach yeah and about the audio um when we're making short films obviously because we're just like a two-man team and we bring in as many people as we can like to help we can't we can't specialize in everything so until we get somebody who's an spe audio specialist, I think that it's, especially for a short film, it could be beneficial to keep as little dialogue as possible. And that's also gonna help us with um, our storytelling skills because if you can tell a story without any dialogue, then you're great at telling a story. Yeah. Like, Pixar is a perfect example. All of their shorts, like there's no talking. And like Wally didn't have talking for the first half. And that was like my favorite Pixar movie. So yeah. keep that yeah. in mind when you're thinking about something. Yeah, yeah. Show um, don't tell, right? Show don't tell. Show, don't tell. Um, couple. So what are they doing at the beach? Um, I can see them just napping. I see they're there just like because they went to the beach? Yeah, they're are just... they in vacation? No, no, I don't think they're in vacation mode. I think that they're just, they're just at the relaxing. beach napping. Yeah, just relaxing, napping. Maybe one of them's reading a book and the other one's taking a nap. Sunset, so we can get that beautiful golden hour maybe? Um, yeah, not too close to sunset. I think we're going to give ourselves a little bit of time a couple hours before Golden, and then maybe the ending scene at Golden. Ooh. Just to kind of give ourselves, you know, sunsets around here, maybe 7.45, 8-ish at this time, more yeah. towards the summertime. So we could start around four and give ourselves, you know, that time to set up, to block things out, to get the, you know, get, our, get the flow going. Um, That's another limitation to keep in mind for anyone watching um, when you're planning on something filming something at the beach or at golden hour it's like you have this tiny little window that's why a lot of people or studios film at the studio because they have they could literally shoot a sunset scene in the middle of the night because they have exactly. full control so and then with led with led panels being used a lot more on high-end film productions you don't have to ever technically speaking there are some things that you can't fake and it looks better in person and it always real. looks better in person but yeah yeah we'll definitely want to maximize our time in that in that moment um, so, so napping, I, I also, I've always liked scenes in movies where people find things. I think that's such a beautiful thing to watch, to witness, is somebody finding something. Okay, you know, the curiosity, perfect. The curiosity, 
really, you don't have to do a lot of dialogue, um, depending if that's the characters, you know, if that's how they, or, or like, hey, Jill, come here, look, check this out. Like that's, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's enough, you know, you know what I mean? That's not overdoing it. That's no. not, that, we could do that all ADR if we have to. Yeah, and it's a really curious, innocent, <clears throat> hey, check this out. What, or even, it doesn't even have to be that kind of thing. It can just, you know, curiosity and intrigue is really easy to experience on camera. You know, mm -hmm. when someone's like, huh. Yeah, exactly. Watch it, wa watching their actions, watching them reach, watching them grab things. I think that it's really nice to see that happen. So, um, Let's do that. Let's, let's go for some sort of exploratory finding. Uh, maybe one of them sees something floating in the distance, you know, and kind of stands up or is curious, looks back at their book. Really, a really cool visual would be maybe they lift their book and they're reading and the focus racks to the book. And then they lower the book and then it <laughs> rack focuses to what's floating. You know, like you kind of yeah. peek over the top. Like we could do a double take from uh, their perspective. Yeah, from their perspective. Wait, what is that? In a rack and then rack back, you know, from the book and then to what's in the water. That would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, just like that curiosity, something's floating, something's happening out there, they're wondering. Maybe they don't immediately wake them up because it's not like, you see things all the time at the beach. You see seaweed, you see this, you know, it's not immediately this grand finding, you know what I mean? It could just be yeah. something floating. So they're just looking and then maybe they look or they, they see something move right? They see something more move or happen and then they get really interested. Okay. Um, and then maybe they put their book down at that point and then s <laughs> we get some visitors that are walking by. I, I could, <laughs> I can't help. I, I know, can't help I it. Um, Let me interrupt you then. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, so we, I don't, we can, we can think about like the, the spec, the specific actions that they're going to be doing leading up to it. But yeah. Let's let's work. I know. I, I, yeah, you. you let's you work always, on the you always, main story. You man. always reel me in. Sorry, Peter. no, because Sorry, you're Peter. a very visual person, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's why we work well together as like kind of a directing team. Because I'm I focus. So that's a beautiful, perfect. I can completely picture it in my mind as mm -hmm. you explained it. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, what after next? they find it, what? What do they have to overcome from finding this item? What is the item? What what distress? What or what obstacle does this cause in their life? And what do they have to do, or what decision do they have to make to, in order to overcome the obstacle? Or, you know, okay, how does it change their life? You now know? this, and it's and we're are we trying to be lighthearted? I said lighthearted. It um, could be because now I'm like it's a body. It's a dead body floating <laughs> in the water. It's like why does my mind always do that? Um, we'll get you help. Um, <laughs> So I think that I think that we can definitely stay away from the bodies. Yes. Um, there's a lot we can do. A lot. I don't want to do like a message in a bottle. I don't want to do. I don't want it to lead to something else. I want it to be a final like whatever they find in this moment. Like the short film ends. It's not like like part of a bigger story. You know. I want it. Whatever they find in the moment, it, it completes itself the story. So I'm thinking something, maybe a little bit more mellow. Well, of course, I say mellow, and instantly I thought time travel. Um, well, that's that's it's funny that that's where mine went. My mind well, went what if to she too. Like she finds like a what a metal a metal seashell, huh? From Atlantis. That's pretty cool. Okay. Where, where are we gonna get a metal seashell, Daniel? I, Remember, we're thinking Etsy, about resources. Etsy, Pinterest. I guess everyone's that's true. got. I can, but how do we how do we connect that in the story without without somebody saying? 
We've Maybe analyzed your metal seashell, and we've determined that it comes from the uh, ancient city of Atlantis. But I thought that was a myth. It was a myth until we just, like, Exposition hey. City. Perfect. We'll use that audio. We'll just lay it over the top. <laughs> um, what if on the back there's inscriptions or something like that or, or some sort of... ATL? Be like, it's either from Atlanta or, or Atlantis. Atlantis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like maybe there's some inscriptions on the back and it looks like it could be from something like that. Or like this, she looks at it and she holds it up maybe. And then maybe there's like a little area where like a, a, a thumbprint could go or something like that. And she like puts her thumb there and she goes back 10 seconds. And she's like, and she's right before she picks up and she's like, what just happened? And, and then, then her she, boyfriend no, no, like this? says the same thing. No, wait, wait, wait. He's not there yet. She picks up and goes back 10 seconds. No, five seconds. And she's like, what the heck? Like right before she put her thumb there or right as she picked up and she's like, like what just happened? And then she puts her thumb there again and goes back 10 seconds. And she's mm -hmm. like, wait a second. Like something really weird is happening here. Every time I put my thumb here, I'm going back. And maybe she does it one more time, and it's as she's walking up to the seashell. She's so like, it's okay. like 20 seconds? Yeah, 20 seconds. So like, she, each Ooh. time she puts her finger there, she's going back double. Five, then 10, then 20. And then she walks up to it, and she's like, huh. And does it again, and it's right where she lifts her book, 40 seconds back. And then she's like, this is so cool. Like, she's not scared. She's not like, ah! You know, in this world, in this moment, with this, with this woman... She's not freaked out. It's more of like an intriguing type of like, let's try this again. And she does it. And it's like, goes back to the very, very beginning of her, like at the beach where she's like laying with her head down. So she went back like 80 seconds before maybe she picked up her book. And so now she's like, oh, like this is really crazy. And maybe she like wakes up her, her significant other or something like that. And she's like, you're, you're not gonna believe me. I think I just found a time traveling seashell. Or, she's, or she says something like that, and he's like, nah, there's no way. She goes, no, but then, ah, that, that, no, sorry. Yeah, no, it's no, exciting, no. but, yeah. You, you got, you, you veered back into the mistake that most filmmakers make is like, let's explain to the audience, like, let's repeat what the audience already knows. Instead, yeah. leave the audience with a, with a question at the end. You could still have a complete story oh. with the question, with oh. them saying, oh my God, what's gonna happen next, you know? What if, what if she does it again? And the guy's like, can you please stop doing that? My brain hurts. <laughs> like, he knows what she's doing or something? I don't know. Okay, don't know. Uh, this, is, this is where my mind went. Okay. Bear with me, it's gonna okay. be dark. <laughs> I'm prepared. Ah, <sighs> therapy. Um, she does it. Maybe, maybe it doesn't double every time because then we have to think about the logistics of that and explaining that, but she does it. Maybe it goes back like 10 seconds or yeah, ten, let's say five to ten seconds, and then uh, she does it again to confirm that, and then maybe boyfriend or husband walks up to her and starts um, starts an argument, like or maybe he says something and then she responds kind of with a nasty tone, and then he's like, "Why do you always have to be like that? We're on our honeymoon. You can't be like." Eh, eh, eh. Like and he says, she, "Let's go. Yeah, like, let's go she, now." And then she just goes Doot, and goes back to when he's first walking up, like, "Hey, babe," and then he says something and she responds like 
with a kinder way and then it prevents the fight. And then we kind of see a montage of something happening. Like they get ice cream and then the ice cream falls on the floor and then we, she goes back like 10 seconds and then she has ice cream again. Or like, and then like maybe to show two or three of those things. And then all of a sudden he's like, hey, you know, oh my God, that's my friend across the street. Like, I'm gonna go say hi to him. And he walks across the street and then we cut to her and we hear like a car hitting and we hear a commotion and we just see her face and her eyes are swelling. And then she looks down and then she hits the button and then we cut to black. Something like that where you're like, wow, we've established the story. We've established that she's doing something and now we, now she has to. So she discovers the object, figures out what it can do. Has fun with it. Has a little bit of fun with it on a small scale. Mm -hmm. like, like trying to reverse an argument or maybe something, maybe something even like, no, wait, that's, that's small enough. I was thinking, trying to think of like something smaller, but yeah, reversing an argument. Maybe he like helping somebody. Maybe he, he maybe he whips the towel the wrong direction at the beach, and sand goes in his eyes. And he's like, oh, ow, ow, ow! And she's like, beep, and she's like, oh, make sure turn around so the sun <laughs> does. You know, something like that. I don't know, like something super small, like just avoids an argument, allows him to not get sand in his eyes. You know, she and then she's on the lookout now. Like she's like looking for things to like help prevent. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be kind of cool. And then she's like. She feels like a little superhero or something like that. And she's like, oh, I can like prevent certain things from happening. Like maybe she sees some kid like turn around really fast and his ice cream falls. Mm -hmm. And then she like goes back 10 seconds and she's like, hello, and prevents him from like turning around yeah. or something like that. Or like a dog starts barking or something at someone. Yeah, yeah, just little things. A couple to, like, of things that are montaged together to show that she's like. Yeah, and each scene just happens twice. Yeah. And it's just, exactly. they're, they're really simple. Again, if we're just working with minimal people, you know, we'll have to maybe not do a kid with an ice cream. Or, That's what you I'm know. saying. They could have the ice cream. Yeah, they could have the ice cream. Maybe it's just within, maybe she's using it just for her husband. You know, maybe we just isolate it to that so that it's a lot easier to run things back multiple times. Because we're not just taping it twice. We're doing each take multiple times in itself. Yeah. So I think we just keep it with him. She's using it to help him. Or to help her be closer to him, maybe? Or yeah, yeah, help like avoiding, with their relationship? Yeah, like avoiding an argument, making him so that he's not mad if something happens. You know, just, it's not, she's not like my, it's not like their relationship is terrible. It's just she's doing things to help improve it. Yeah, you know? in a similar sense of like Groundhog Day, like when the, yeah. when he finally decides that he wants to win over the girl, that's it's like it shows a quick montage of him exactly. saying something. She slaps him in the face, and then he goes back and says it better, and she's like, "Oh, like exactly minor adjustments." But mm -hmm. I, I don't think she should do it more than once. No, no, no. Uh, I yeah, think each scene should only be once. It's just a repeat. To because the montage repeat. in itself shouldn't probably be more than 30 or 40 seconds just for like attention span purposes. Yeah, definitely not more than a minute. I'm thinking that this film shouldn't, should be about three minutes long. It could be. Yeah. Because minimal talking, there's, there's a, a, an intro, uh, a discovery, a montage to show that we've learned and not tell. Mm -hmm. And then the, the uh, teaser at the end, the, uh, the, the, the cliffhanger that could, that's going to take this intro and propel it into something like deeper for the character. But then we don't have to technically explore that deeper side of the character mm -hmm. because it's a short story. Yep. 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 But yep. she still then had, now her goal is to use this tool to improve her life. And then at the end, something either bad happened or something big happens. Yep. Uh, and then she has to con like continue to use the tool. Oh, really sad. Whoa, a cool twist at the end, ready? Uh, 
So they're having fun and everything and she looks one way and he's like, oh, that's the place I wanted to go to and steps out mm -hmm. and gets hit and she has this like vertigo style shot and she's like, oh, no. And then maybe her hand goes limp and she lets go and it breaks on the sidewalk. And she goes down and drops and looks at it. It's all happening in slow motion. And she drops down and she's like, no. Oh my God. And then someone's like, and then the viewers are like, no, she can't reverse it. And then all of a sudden it snaps back really fast. And she's like, don't go. And then, and then she stops and she's like, how did it go back in time? Like she experienced it still. She didn't do it, but she's like, oh my God, what the heck? And then somebody walking by, like somebody, no, 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 it snaps back and somebody goes, hey, sir, and, 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 the, and she didn't do it yet. This is the first time the audience is seeing it. He steps off and they just go, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the whole slow motion, he gets hit. She's like, no, and then it snaps back. And she doesn't realize that it's gone back in time yet because she didn't do it, somebody else did. What if her husband did it, or her boyfriend? So, no. Well, because wait, think about this. It's, it's this emotional. It's this emotional. He gets hit. I know, but it's this emotional point where she. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking she is upset. Maybe the thing breaks. Maybe he's and then, laying on the ground and goes like that. Hmm. Like he. I think it'd be better if somebody else did it. Or we just end it with it breaking and then. I know that's too dark, man. <laughs> I think it would. It'd be cool for it to. He gets hit. She, it breaks. She's like really sad about it. And, and then, then we get just... Kevin Spacey to walk by and he has it in his hand. I'm good after all. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it breaks, he gets hit, it snaps back. She doesn't know because she's not the one that does it and she's just enjoying herself again and then he goes to step off and people are like, wait, what's happening? And then some guy's like, excuse me, sir. Yeah, but um, then that doesn't explain how, how does this other guy get it? We don't know. And is there, a, so that maybe is implying that there's more than one. That there's more than one. There's some of these seashells that are, that are rushing up onto the beach. And then the guy is just like, hey, John. Oh, sorry, wrong person. And then he walks away and we see him like put it into his pocket as he walks away or something like that. Because I was thinking when at that moment after she's, after she's grieving on the ground next to her dead boyfriend and, and the broken thing, it flashes back to them on the beach again like, minutes before and they're on the beach again and they're just enjoying themselves and then we like rack focus like we maybe like pan back from them relaxing on the beach to somebody else slipping this the seashell into their pocket but we never see their face so now it's like another person did it back farther we could do that or we could just after he gets hit and she drops the seashell and it breaks it goes all the way back to right before she picks it up and then like maybe, the seashell went back in time and was like, don't mess with me. And then maybe they look at it and instead of picking it up, she's just like, he's like, no, nah, leave it. Like, leave it for somebody else. And then they go off and they, now the decision is that they don't actually pick it up. So or maybe, maybe he doesn't say that. Maybe she just decides not to touch it because she's like, oh, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. Maybe the reason he got hit is because she was distracted by it or something like that. Like, like, she's like, whoa, this thing just got my husband. Like, I was more distracted with this. I could have saved my husband. Or I could have saved if I my was paying attention to him. If I was paying attention to him. Yeah. Okay, so I maybe, like that. Yeah, maybe he gets hit, she's like, and drops it, and then she looks down, and she's just like, Neow. and we can kind of do like, and then it's just like, back to her right before she picks it up, and she's like, she looks back at her boyfriend or something, and she's just like, I don't want to mess with it.
and she just walks away. Yeah. She just walks away. See, I, and I was also thinking maybe she doesn't have a memory because she, if, if it brings her back to that point by itself, maybe she doesn't have the memory of everything that happened. So maybe she goes to pick it up, but then she just has this feeling like, and then she walks away. And so then it's like, it's like this like what, echo, what this echo of time, of memory, because it's like she's okay. broken the loop. So she's not... It's just a feeling that she gets. It's not like, a, oh, I remember it all. It's more of a, oh, what's that? Hmm. Nah. I don't know. But you would be hard pressed to just be at the beach and see like a really cool seashell and then not pick it up. You know what I mean? That's like not something. You would have to have like a memory or like something really obvious would have to be like... Okay. Don't touch that. I, no, I like you. I like what you're saying because the character has to then make the decision not to pick it up because knowing it's enticing, what's knowing what's going to happen. Because she could pick it up and then prevent that from happening because she has the time thing. She can make sure that it's like around her neck on a, on a lanyard all the time so it never drops anymore. But or, or, she chooses to keep it there and say, no, I'm not going to mess with time because that's too dangerous. Or, I like that. I think that that's the way it should go. But just for, but or, just for shits and giggles, <laughs> um, let's do, it could be an alternate ending or something like that where there's like an older guy with a metal detector and he's like, wouldn't touch that. And he just keeps going, beep, beep, beep. We get Morgan Freeman to play him. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was about to do a Morgan Freeman <laughs> accent, not accent, but wouldn't, I don't know. I was just going to do it deeper. Um, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. That's better than, that was like a Kennedy, Morgan Freeman. Ask not what, what you, you do for Morgan country. Freeman could do for you, but ask what you could do for Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> do more Morgan Freeman impressions. Um, Dude, I okay. like this. I like okay. it. So let's just recap. And that's real. two people. Two people. And I do have two people in mind, and I've already mentioned them. Yes. So yes. I think that would be really, really cool. And then we be... would just need some props on top of that, and then we'd need the beach, and maybe. I mean, they've. The, everyone's got a, a book and a, and a towel and a bathing suit. You know what I mean? Not those props. I mean, like if we're if we're looking at like an ice cream cone falling, we yeah. need to buy ice cream, and yeah, then just, yeah. And but and I don't think that there's that. anything that we could that we would use that couldn't be brought. Or, other than the other than the beeper, the beeper, the time machine, bah. the the seashell, bah. <laughs> okay, well you said beeper. <laughs> well, it's like a beep, and then you go back, right? That's how I imagined it. It's just a button. Um, right? It could be a seashell. It it could be other things. It doesn't. A seashell would be coolest, but it, I think it would be harder to manufacture or find. <coughs> or well, we could kit bash something together and like go to like a model store and get something that makes maybe looks futuristic or not of this or world. Or a thrift store. We can go yeah. to a big thrift store. Get There's, something super vintage. We get a vintagey like, I think I've even seen like a, a little glass pot with a seashell lid on it or something like mm. that. Or you know we could we could figure out how we exactly get that piece of of prop or that prop to work in. Cool. But I think that it, it's two people. Super simple. Two None, people, no one else has to be involved. One location. Technically, we could do two locations because when they're, he's crossing the street, uh, we could just go like into Oceanside or whatever and have him like step out and then maybe then run off screen and then and then do this uh, do like an After Effects um, VFX of like a bus coming by and like and then you know what I mean. Like however we want to do it, I, I think that we can show car crashes in a bunch of different ways. We, we just, just cut to, to a Michael Bay film and then be like, oh my god, he was totally there. 
<laughs> just on a street somewhere. Oh my gosh! Accidentally leave some transformer sound effects in there. Optimus, Optimus Prime. Um, okay, so they're on the beach. They're relaxing. She wanders off, finds the seashell. She, she sees it. She's curious. Yeah. She she discovers what it is, and then montage of her using it to her advantage, and which leads to her husband being hit by a vehicle or dying somehow and then at that moment it breaks she either drops it i was even thinking maybe she the dropped. dropping is going to be it's like a one shot thing if we've only got one thing you know dropping and having it break that's like i, I picture a looking up at her hand opening and it kind of falling i picture a shot like that but like the actual impact is what sends it back in time so, so we need to, to have a nice close-up of that right when it breaks yeah. is when it's like we could do like a glitch. And we could just do a super fast rewind. Oh, a rewind. That would be cool. Just like a times 20 or 40. Just something crazy that's like. <laughs> like almost like one back, second. Not even a second. Not even a second. And back to the same exact shot. Yeah. Of her reaching. The same shot. And then just when we cut to her, that's when it moves on to a different timeline. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but the same hand shot. We could just group the clips, reverse it, boom, go back. And okay. I think that that'll be, that'll be good. And that's, I see, and once again, like everything that I try to do, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, mm -hmm. a theme, uh, a message. It's a cohesive story. You can, you can empathize with the main character. She has an obstacle to get over, and she mm -hmm. has to make a choice in the end. So although it is still just a teeny tiny snippet of somebody's life, and it's not like a, an actual feature film with, yeah. a, with like... An antagonist Multiple or anything. characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it still is a very compelling story for w the resources that we have at the moment. Yeah. Um, Two people. Yeah, man. Two people only. This is awesome. Beach. I think that was really good. Yeah, this this is great. So next time we meet, we can go over like some shot lists and stuff. And and uh, I want to look into the. I wanted to look into the same camera as you, but we don't have the same camera. <laughs> I was like, wanted to look to a third camera. And <laughs> no, we only have two cameras. You can look into this one. I'll look into that one. So next time we meet, we can go over a little shot list uh, and like some storyboards and stuff. And then you can contact your actors and we can, we could just figure out a day or two that we could just meet them at the beach. I think, I think it's easily a one day shoot. If we've got the shot list planned out. The only thing is the light. Like if we want it to be like in the span of a couple of minutes, we're going to have to make, we're probably we're going to have to start filming to in the earlier. morning. We're going to have then, to do like a 10 to two. Yeah. That way the, the sun looks like it's about in the same position. We could always rotate if we need and to. And also, also the beach sequence, we'll have to film the other beach sequence, the, the final shoot shot, like at the same time we shoot the other, so the lighting is the same. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going back in time. All the, all the traveling stuff or the montage when they're away from the beach or something like that, we'll definitely want to do it the other way. So yeah, that was a good one. We'll see you on the next one.